you fixed your thing, huh? No, man, I didn't fix anything, Mace. Well, what, well how are, are you we hearing Zoom here? or something? Um, yeah, I'm, I'm like using my phone, my my cell phone, and I'm using the app, which replaces this giant piece of equipment that's sitting next to me that I can't connect with because I don't know the whole internet went down. Well, you sound you sound usable. The app does work, I guess. By the way, Cap. So earlier in the show, we we tried to predict Mason and I and Greg tried to predict the winner of every Mandy, and I okay. picked you to win the most of them, Cap, because I think you always no. have a guy. Yep. And I think you have a guy <laughs> that probably has a bot, <laughs> and that you will be controlling things from behind. You're like the Wizard of Oz. You'll be controlling things from behind the scenes. Do you put any credence in my theory? I love your theory. I do. And I I feel like a lot of pressure today. Like, all of a sudden, the Mandys are here, and when you're the reigning, defending exactly. host of the year, yes. you know, the, it, you're either going to repeat and walk out a champion or you're about to give up the belt yeah yeah i think you're gonna re- i picked you to repeat cappy i think you're giving up the belt. i i, I pick george sedano to win host no, of the year it's mason yeah i picked by the way sedano to be most knowledgeable this i did year. too i i got sedano for most um, knowledgeable and cappy for host of the year yep i, I voted for john no. actually. now ben. does does here's the big question do travis and sliwa Win any Mandy's at all, oh. Sonata? So I, I didn't. I'm trying to think. Did I vote for them? Anywhere? I voted for them up and down my ballot. I, I, no, I pity I, voted I them like crazy. I, I was. I just voted for. Okay, so I voted for category. I voted for what Travis for Man of the People. I voted, no, I voted for Beto there. I we. I think Beto might win that. Me too. I picked Beto for Phil in host of the year. Uh, and then I picked Emily for producer of the year. I and picked I Lindsay. Not, I picked yeah. Sliwa for a bunch of stuff. No, you didn't. I did. He was next to me when no, I was not, filling out my ballot. You. When you voted. Ma- Mason. Oh, 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 yeah. Mason did not vote for Lindsay. Yeah, I did. No, you didn't. Yeah, I did. You told everyone yesterday you voted for Emily. Oh, I forgot. Yeah, I did vote for Emily. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know, here's the thing. When Taylor was here, I told him I voted for Taylor. Right. Uh, when, uh, Wait, which Emily is a lie because you voted for Jorge. For Emily. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I whoever's in the room is who I voted for. Did you like, guys Lindsay for me and Greg. Laura. Except for me and Greg. He did not tell me and Greg and that me. he voted for us. He, he uh, did not say that. Did you guys, is, is anybody on the air right now ever see the old Larry Sanders show? Sure. Uh, I love Larry yeah. Sanders. Hey, now. Hey, do, you, do you guys remember Artie, his producer, Rip Torn? Yep. Rip, yeah. Rip yeah. Torn was a master at telling whoever he was speaking to exactly what they wanted to hear. You're pulling a, a rip torn yes, right now. Yes, I am. Like Larry would walk in and he'd say, I don't know, that show That show was really bad, Artie. And he would go, personally, I think that show was the best show we've ever done. And then uh, Jeffrey Tambor would be down the yeah. hall and he goes, that show was great. And he goes, that show, you were great. Larry yeah. was terrible. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he would just tell <laughs> Just everybody. to be clear, and I'm not saying this, I voted for Kaplan for host of the year, Shadano for most knowledgeable, Laura for associate producer, nice. and Lindsay for producer. Nice. Thank you. Liar. Thank you. Liar. Now that you're like so Kaplan, nice. lying, just lying to exactly. us. Exactly. Yeah. Well, get nice. me on Barrett Sports Media. Some yeah. BS. Yeah. By the way, I actually had someone call me that doesn't normally call me okay. that called me to say, do the Lakers really listen to oh. your show <laughs> every day for 45 minutes? That's and I said, so no, funny. absolutely not. My co-host is an idiot. That's why you think that now. Yeah, that, but Cap, uh, now it's lie. out there. It's not a lie if you believe it. Yeah, I don't understand. I mean, let me let me ask you guys. Are you telling me that all of a sudden now, all the people in sports in L.A., just nobody listens to sports radio? Really? Like like you're driving to Dodgers. Well, there's Stadium a pretty game. wide gap between that and the Laker front office listens to the first forty five minutes of the show every day. Do you see what I deal with on a daily no, no. basis here? But but what I said was Rob Palenka listens to the show from four to four forty five because number one, he loves super crosstalk. Oh he then does. number two Yes. He likes to hear our opening monologue. None right. of these right. things you are true. I, I'm actually surprised you didn't say that in, in 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 that rant that got into that article. I'm surprised you didn't say that after Super Crosstalk when we come on, he also goes Rob also yells Love Boat too. Yes, exactly. Yeah, that's totally made up, Cappy, but I respect it. 
Uh, here's the thing. Don't let the truth get in the way of a good story. That's what. Yeah. That's right. our motto. This is a new slogan for the show. Don't let the truth get in the way of a good story. So, uh, Sedano, you picked the Heat in seven. I picked the Nuggets in seven. Either way, we need the Heat to win tonight. How dead yeah. are we? Um, uh, you know what? I trust Eric Spolster will figure something out. You know what I mean? Like, where, where, listen, are the, where are the Sharps putting their money? Uh, yeah, the Sharps question. again on the Heat today. Oh, wow. Oh, then I'm going Denver. Yeah, I'm going Denver, too. The Sharps, Sharps again. Up so the here, I'll tell you exactly what it is. Give me one second. Okay. I'm pulling up the, the app. The Action app. The Action Network app. Yeah. Uh, Great the app. The line has come down from three and a half to three. Uh, let's see. Um, I think there should always be a hook. Yeah. Oh, wait a second. Be There's been a lot of late money coming in on Miami. Oh, really? I'm not even joking. Like, earlier today, this morning... 80%, almost 80% of the money, 78% of the money was on Denver. Now it's only 53% of the money. Oh, wow. So there's been a big shift. Yeah, give me yeah. Denver. There's been. <laughs> I, don't, I don't have a herd mentality, <laughs> Wait, no, George. But, but here's the thing. 64% of the bets are on Denver and only 53% of the money. Okay, so you're saying. Which means the, 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 the movers and the shakers are putting their money on Miami tonight. So, uh, Cappy, where are you putting your money? Because uh, I heard you, by the way, flip. You're, you went on that last game, on game three, you went from he flipped. Denver yeah. to Miami, from Denver to Miami. Yeah, from I think Denver he went to, to no. No, I went from Miami to Denver because once George started to explain to me about where all the money was moving, everything seemed to be moving towards Miami. And I'm like, well, wait a second. I picked Miami. Yeah. So if I picked Miami and all the smart money's coming in on Miami, boom, I want Denver. Well, right. But here's what I would say to you. The smart money, Vegas Vegas wiped people out the last time. These guys are sharps for a reason. Like they don't I, – now, look, could they lose two in a row? Sure, it's very possible anybody could turn an ankle or whatever. But I would be very surprised that back-to-back games, especially with – you don't see money move like that, like the percentages of money move in a big way like that. Unless there's somebody really putting a lot of money. Well, on why do one you think side. it's moving? Do you think they have information? Do you think they just have a gut hunch? Do you think? I, that, well, a lot. It's not information. I think a lot. I mean, listen. Bob, do you know who Bob Volgaris is? Yeah. Oh yeah. The famous NBA gambler, right? Right. right. I mean, yeah. he had like a actually went to work for the Mavericks for a couple. He of did years. for a little while, right? Yeah. And uh, allegedly, him and Luca didn't get along, according to some stories. Who is this? Bob Bog Bog. Gannis? Harala Bob Volgaris. Bob Volgaris. Harala Bob. Yeah, Bob Volgaris. Volgaris. Okay. So Volgaris. Volgaris. Yeah, close enough. Harris Volgaris. He's occasionally on with Bill Simmons every once in a while. Okay. He jumps on with him. But he um, he used to have like a computer model like that would that would give him like an edge on, on games. He'd punch in like whatever his, you know, method was, his algorithm or whatever, and all the players and their stats and their trends and all that, and it would spit it out. And he was a, as John will tell you, he was a very famous uh, winning NBA gambler for a but, very long time. But do you really believe it's possible to be a consistent winner as a professional Well, in gambler? his case, if you should go look up his story. He legitimately, they wouldn't take his bets. Oh really? Yeah. Wow. He was he, he was winning down? too much. Yeah, he, he they, was like uh, casinos in Vegas would not take his money. He would have to have other people put money in for him. So he was like De Niro at the end of uh, Casino, just picking yeah. things and feeding right. the information out there. And what happened was, if he was, if people found out that he was the one betting on one on one side, whether it was the over, the under, the to- or like one of the teams, it would move the line. And so that would that would actually hurt him, you know what I'm saying? So it it, it became a big problem for him. Um, but yeah, there are some people that know how to do this. Thing. I just found him. It's Haralabus. Haralabob. Haralabob Volgaris. Volgaris. Yeah, but it, he mm. goes by Bob. Bob. That's much easier. You guys ever uh, you guys hear, ever hear of a gambler named Billy Walters? You ever hear that guy's story? Well, yeah. As a matter oh, of fact, yeah. that guy is supposedly going to drop uh, a book, and it's yeah. not going to be very nice to Phil Mickelson. Well, he, as a guy who may have already dropped, I don't think so, but not yet. I don't think, but he, in his seventies, he went to jail for a few years, not long ago. I mean, he's not, he's only out of jail for like a year or two. Yeah. In his seventies, he went to jail over the whole Mickelson, um, uh, stock market, insider trading accusations, et cetera, et cetera. And this guy, Billy Walters, who HBO's Real Sports years ago did an entire expose on how this guy runs a gambling outfit, meaning, you know, he's got all these guys working in what looks like a fancy boiler room trying to figure out how to 
pick these games. And he's just out of jail not long ago. Um, but, yeah, he's another one of those guys, George. It's a complete mover of lines. Yeah, so Bob, right, Bob wouldn't, yeah, I mean, I, there are guys that do that, to your point. Like, and Bob was, particularly in the NBA, he was one of them. See, um, I just say at the, the end before. of the day, it's a guess. Nobody um, knows what's going to yeah. happen. It's a guess. Yes and no, Mace. I think there are people that know how to, you know, find the inefficiencies in these things, you know? I mean, it's no different than, like, um, uh, what's his name? What's the baseball guy? Um, the guy that the, the Billy Bean followed the model. What was his name? Uh, Bill James. Bill James, yeah. Bill James, Bill right. James. Like, pe- people find inefficiencies. Yeah, I just, at the end of the day, I just think nobody knows nothing. Okay. Well, listen, Mace, that, that's true, too. Listen, if you go watch a, a horse race and a 50 to one long shot wins, you're like, how could that 50 to one long shot beat a two to one favorite? Right. It's just random, yeah. right? There's a right. randomness to yeah, all but this with, stuff. Th- like anything, Mace, I would say in life, there's odds to everything. There's percentages of things happening, right? Um, you know, there's probably only like a one in a million chance you get hit by a bus, um, but there's way less than that that you get into a car accident. You know what I'm saying? Well, like it just, well, it's just life is all about percentages. Why, yeah, why do you and, have and right now getting hit one. by a bus and getting into a car accident? That's a terrible analogy. Terrible. terrible. Okay. Why well, would you I'm analogize that? that? Yeah. Wow. So really, Jinxing well, hopefully you don't weekend. get hit by a bus or get in a car accident. Yeah. Especially before but Mace, the Mandy's, but Mace three to one odds, three to one on Steve Mason to be the host of the year. Two to uh, one on you. No, no, four to one on Travis Rogers. George Sedano is the favorite at two to one. John Ireland at five what? to one, and I am six to one. I am the long shot. Where was I? Where are you getting these odds? Thank you, John. Bob. 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 Beluga. Yeah. Bob. Bob. I didn't hear me in there. Did you say me? No. George. George Sedano two to one. Steve Mason three to one. Okay. Travis four to one. No, Ireland five to one. Right. Slee was six to one. Yeah. And I'm the longest shot on the board at 100 no, to one. Yeah. That's you're so I ridiculous. Crap. I mean, that's yeah. just made up BS. Yeah. That's true. Uh, my computer program that I've got, I learned it from Bob Holgaris, is says that uh, you're going to win, Cappy. Hey, Mace. Listen Yay. on yeah. another note. On another note here. Yes. Since John Ireland mm-hmm. and George Sedano. Yep. Are racing to the valet at Commerce Casino after yes. the man. Never, never valet cap. Always park your car yourself. Yeah, that okay. way you don't have to wait. Yeah. Yep. Okay. As these two guys go running for the door, mm-hmm. you and I are going to lead the party out to the bars at the Commerce Casino. Amen, okay? brother. Right. And then everybody's I'm going to play some poker. Are you going to play some poker? I'm going to play blackjack. Ah, okay. I want to put together a table of all of our people playing poker. Oh, that Special, Are fun. you any good at it? Not really. Then I want you, you at too. my table. You're perfect. All right. Yeah. Hey, I'm sending all three of you a picture. I just sent it to you guys. Okay. Of Luka Doncic working with a trainer. Okay. And you know how he, he took all that crap for being uh, fat? Oh, yeah. Wait till you see him now. Damn. He is svelte. He is, I, I mean, like. Wow, he, he really looks, is. He looks so good. That I now think the Mavericks are going to be good next year. <laughs> you know, they finished 11th this year. They didn't even make the playoffs. Can you believe how good he looks? He's yeah, like, he has great. no fat in his face. His shoulders are slim. He's, he's like lean yeah. and mean, right? Yeah. yeah, looks great. By the way, sneak, uh, speaking great. of that, I didn't make my goal weight for the Mandy's. Which was? How, how One, much 185. How much did you miss it by? Six pounds. I was one, eh, 191. You're in, the, you're in the neighborhood. And I haven't eaten all week. Like, I'm not eating anything this week because I'm, I'm like in award show mode okay you know how they do for the big award shows nobody eats right taking water pills yeah taking water just drinking a lot of water that's it just mm-hmm. just together bergman's been uh he's been on this uh plan for how long have you been not eating about two weeks two weeks you haven't eaten anything in two weeks? two weeks wow i'm not eating a lot i'm feeding very little but at night the only thing i eat is bb go because it's delicious yeah, <laughs> it, right it is really good it is really good it is really good um, mace i have for you steve mason yes and Greg Bergman, mm-hmm. I have for you VIP wristbands to use as you so decide. You want to give them out to somebody? Give them to somebody. You don't want to give them to somebody? Don't give them to anybody. What, what are they wristbands for? They're for VIPs. Well, I 
You're bringing your own wristbands. I'll be at the downstairs VIP bar or at the at yeah. the tables. Yeah, I'll be, I'll be at the downstairs bar. To me, that's the after party, and then poker is the after after party. Okay. Well, I just want you to know you're gonna wristbands. Do with them what you want. Okay. There you go. And this gets me into your your suite. It gets you into the VIP area. Okay, got it. Just let's leave it again that. with this thing with the VIP areas. I thought the whole after party was the bar that you just mentioned. Yeah, we're gonna have the bar downstairs. Uh, I'm just saying, and people we're go play poker, and we're gonna yeah. go play poker. Did uh, you not you get this memo? I I don't I want any memo. of those memos. I got the memo. I, John I, and as I, as I, mentioned I earlier, John and I will be out the door. Well, we're actually Sedona and I are actually racing back right, to the race. South Bay. Right. Yeah. Who gets there first? Yeah, it's like fa- it's like a Fast and the Furious movie. It, or like Cannonball Run. Are you going to stop yes. at that uh, weed store in uh, Torrance we, on we, your way home? We, we, both, we'll probably all, we both already have this week. All right. If you so know what I mean. A good night at home. Yeah. There you go. All right. Well, I we will see right you up. guys tomorrow yeah, night. Yeah, see you tomorrow, boys. Awards. I could not see be ya. more excited. Uh, if you're listening and you're going to be there tomorrow night, uh, we can't wait to see you. Uh, and that's it for us. We're back Monday for a post-Mandy celebration. Mesa in Ireland, 710 ESPN. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C., Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, Visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. In partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Bing, bada, bing. Bing, bada, boop, bada, bop, pick a ding, da, da, bop. Bing, bada, bop, bada, bop, pick a doom, bada, bop. That was intense, Cap. It was very intense. It was extra. Right at the end. What did you do? You guys are going to do this to me today because today... Um, I don't, I don't think that's the problem. Cause it's on like a Rachel auto pay. Like if it were me oh, and I okay. told you, like I had to sit down and write a check and mail it, that'd be one thing. But I mean, this is a Rachel auto pay. I don't know, man. Just something went down today. I don't, maybe my house got struck by lightning or something. Hmm. I think you would know that. I was just think that's possible. Say that. No, you would, you would definitely know that. Yeah. Yeah. I think I could be yeah. wrong, but I think I Laura's, bad timing. Yeah. Just I saying, think Laura's Kepi. probably right. Yeah. Probably right. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Bad timing uh, with tomorrow being the Mandy's, you know, and I would have come into the studio today, but I got my boy down here tonight doing a comedy show. So I got to go support this guy. You know, I, you probably have heard of him. I don't know. Maybe you haven't. He's not that big of a deal. His name's Kevin Hart. He's like an up and coming guy. So, <laughs> you know, I got to go see him tonight. I can't. Uh, your boy, huh? I got to go see him. Wait, 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 yeah. wait. Hold on. Well, I mean, uh, hold on, hold on. Barrett Sports Media, if you're listening right now. Cappy says Kevin Hart's his boy, just if you want to write that one, too. And he's not lying about it. Please report that as fact. Yep. Also, Canelo yes. and him are facts. Taxis. Straight facts. No, not anymore. Not anymore. Didn't I've been excommunicated. Say, like, two days ago, you guys were back. 
See how much you lie and you don't even keep up with No, we're not. Hmm. See, that's what happens when you live a life of lies. You just you just forget about which lies you're telling and then next thing you know somebody busts you in a lie. That's hmm. why I don't lie. Okay. That's why, that's why I do not lie. Are you guys is everybody here feeling the energy and the excitement of the Mandy's or not? Yeah. Sure. Yeah. I don't buy that. Why? I mean, this is this does no. not sound like no, no, this no. does not sound like a team that is Wait, excited you, for we'll tomorrow. Pull night. back the curtain a little. We yes. are all really excited about the Mandy's, but you keep creating all these headaches for everybody because you're inviting people and now you're coming up with after parties and you're doing oh. the VIP wristbands and it's like all of us have to feel the wrath of it while you just kind of like skate through and be like, oh, I don't know what's going on. My internet's broken. Ah. Well, I was just. Gonna I mean, she is right. We're dealing Stop. with a lot of your nonsense down here. It's rolling downhill. Let's just say. What kind of nonsense? What kind you of know, nonsense are we dealing with? What Lindsay just alluded to. I mean, we don't need to get into like super that, specific. That my internet camp, went down? Yeah. No, it's just, you know, there's just a lot. You know, we got to add this person to this table and this person. because you're, you're a lot. Person. You're doing a lot. You're doing a lot. You're a extra, Cappy, but we love you. Well, you know. Well, thank you. You know, like you were saying, George, you don't like to play Ticketmaster. If you could see what is going on right now in my office where I've got a list of people who have given me tickets and then I've got a list of people who've told me they need tickets and I've got like lines going in different directions. I'm going to take these two from this guy and I'm going to give them to this guy and I'm going to take this one from this girl. I'm going to give it to this guy. I mean, it's just it's a whole it's a whole headache I've, I've got myself into here. Well, that's your own problem. Remember? No, that's true. That's because you're smarter and you, you tell people don't play Ticketmaster. Yeah. I, I play Ticketmaster. I'm not Ticketmaster, bro. What do you want from these people later that you're that you're doing this for them, this exchange? Are you getting what do I Taylor want from them? Swift tickets out of this? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, there's got to be some reason you're doing Ooh. this. You're not, you're not doing this out of the kindness of your own heart. Oh. No, I wish I wish I had a good reason. I wish I was receiving something on the back end. There really is nothing in this for me other than I would hate to see people pay for Mandy's tickets that for some reason last second can't make the Mandy's. And I would hate for people who want to go to the Mandy's who didn't get tickets to not get tickets when I could be the middleman of getting them tickets. So I, I'm like, I'm taking from how many tickets do you have? And I'm giving Kathy. to people who want to receive can't how many be. tickets, how many, hold right on, now hold I'm on, in the hold process on. of working. Just because Cappy's on delay. So let, let's do this because his internet doesn't work. So, how many tickets do you have to the Mandy's? For those that don't know, it's our award show that we now have done for the second year. What, how many tickets do you have? I'm currently working, George, on moving six tickets around right now. So you have six. You, don't tell me you're currently working on having six. You have six or you don't have six? I have six, but those six are being reallocated as we speak. Okay. And they are spoken for or they are not spoken for? No, they are spoken for, and I'm moving them around. Okay. Then then, then that's it. Then there's nothing else to be said. Then we're done. Because if not, I was going to say, let's just give no, them away. It's all good. No, no, it's all good. I'm, I'm good. I, I feel like I've got a good control on this whole situation. You know, I got, a, I got a message yesterday, George, from a guy on Instagram. His name is Saul Martinez. Okay? And Saul says, yo, I've been a big fan of yours and Sedano's for a really long time. He goes, and let me tell you something, man. Um, you got me through a very, very dark place in my life, and I listened every day on the radio. If you got an extra ticket to the Mandy's, can I please go? And I'm like, Saul, my brother. I mean, you can't hit me with a message like that and me not come through for you. So that's what I'm doing here, George. I'm taking from this guy who says, yo, I got two extras, and I'm giving to this guy who goes, yo, I need to be there. You feel me? <laughs> my question is... Like, why is it so challenging for you to do that? I believe Laura did something similar and did it in like nine seconds. I did. I Somebody said, hey, I have an extra ticket. Yeah. And and then I posted on Instagram. Someone's like, I want it. I gave, got the info, sent it to Joseph. Joseph handled. Now they have their tickets. Took like a minute. Yeah. Why aren't you using Joseph? I did not jo know that Joseph was available to me. Um, <laughs> wow, Laura, that's... That's he, good. That's good use of resources because Joseph's a very organized guy. I mean, he's the one handling all the tickets, Cap. All you have to do is say XYZ person can go and XYZ person's taking the tickets and they handled everything else. 
see what I was doing. I was doing it the old fashioned way. I was doing the, Hey, my guy over here says I've got two tickets. And then somebody else hit me up and said, I need two tickets. And I was middlemanning this whole thing. I may need to drink early today. <laughs> I was literally just telling Laura back here she behind was. the scenes. I was like, I feel like George is on edge right now. And we need to be very vigilant because Cappy and the situation with the Internet and everything might send him over the top. So we just need to keep everything cool for the next 90 minutes. She said that. Okay. <laughs> I'm not going to. Hey, listen, guys, I'm gonna, I'm gonna given go the circumstances, right given the cool, circumstances, Cappy, keep it cool. OK, look, given the circumstances, OK. I understand George might blow his lid today. So you have my commitment that I'm not going to say anything so outrageous that George says, you're going to get me fired. I'm going to lose my ESPN NBA job all because of you. I'm not going to do that today because of the circumstances. I understand, you know, we're, we're, we're playing, you know, slightly with a, with a slightly sprained ankle here today. Okay. So George, you have my commitment. You will be employed come Monday. And okay. Kathy, you only need to play one good half because just like LeBron, you know, you got one half in you because we don't even have a whole show today. We're 90 minutes. So you really Dude, only got, need one half. I got, I got 31 in me. I got 31 in the first half, nine in the second half. But thankfully, my 31 is going to set up the team to win this game. Now, you know, I don't want to win any of these Mandy's. Um, but Grant in L.A. tweeted in the Sedan and Cap Circle of Trust, and it made me laugh. He says, those of you who voted for Cappy for host of the year are looking at it all wrong. The rightful winner and correct choice is clearly Sedano for having to deal with Cappy day in and day out. Sedano is the clear choice here. Viva Sedano. <laughs> and if, That's that, how I if, that, if that was the campaign, then maybe I would get on board. I don't want to win it anyway. But it is pretty hilarious because, yes, it really should be a uh, award for having to just put up with your nonsense on a daily basis. Hey, listen, Grant, you bring up a solid point. I'm not going to not going to down on it. Um, I have been saying and I don't think I've done a good enough job. I'm going to be honest. OK, I don't think I've done a good enough job of hyping Sedano. As no, 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 no. I don't want any I of that. Here's what it is. People are suggesting that you are pick. You are creating different loyalties. OK. Dead Meow 5 in the Sedano really? and Cap Circle of Trust says, Cappy has enough internet bandwidth to produce, record, and upload today's episode of the Cappy Cast, which is already on YouTube as we speak, but not for the, quote, show up there. Is that what you call us, the show up there? No, that's what he calls you. That's what he calls I think you. He, he put it in quotes, so it has to be someone on your Cappy Cast that says that. I don't know. Maybe they do. Hey, look. Um, yeah, it's true. 10 o'clock this morning, I was producing, recording and editing and, and distributing the CappyCast. But what can I tell you? Three o'clock this afternoon, internet goes out. I mean, listen, I'm one of these people that thinks I can fix everything. But sometimes you just realize you can't. There was nothing I could do. I'm calling Cox Cable. I'm resetting. I'm unplugging. I'm trying to do everything. I'm, I'm talking to like the, the person on the app. I'm, tr I'm trying to get an appointment with a technician. Yeah, dude. I mean, it's what can I tell you, dead meow? You know, that happened earlier. Internet earlier. Good. Internet later. Bad. I, I, Wrong day for this to happen. You've had a lot of issues with Cox recently in this Internet. I feel yeah, like. two weeks ago, two weeks ago, I was two weeks ago. I was completely offline as well. Yeah, I think I need like a tune up. Yeah. Who wants to tune me up? Wow. Yeah. Beto just text me um, that he's going to drop off a bottle. And then he wrote oh, of what of something. Uh, that I may okay. need. And he wrote also this guy. Which guy? As in as in you, this guy. Oh, me, this guy. Yeah. Yeah, I know. It's pretty bad. Day before the Mandy's. But but I'll tell you right now, what? tomorrow, when yeah. I hit that red carpet, yeah, and I am all decked out, and I am all dolled up, and to quote my favorite wrestler, Ric Flair, uh, oh, styling and profiling, Mm -hmm. And I come showing up exactly like what I want to do, which is take the, the, the red carpet by storm and be the spectacle that I want to be at the Mandy's. I'll see you there tomorrow, pal. All right, great. Coming up next, let's talk about um, Dan Wojcicki, our friend, has a column in the L.A. Times today that says that the Lakers offseason blueprint can look familiar. We'll tell you why in just a second.
With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. And you will find it time after time. If you fall, I will catch you. I keep waiting. Time after time. If you're lost, you can't look. You will find me. Time after time. If you fall, I will catch you. I will be waiting. Time after time. Great song. It Did was I hear Chris also- say that today is National Sex Day? It is. Did he say that? He did. Oh, I just now I get it. Okay. Got it. Got it. Today is June 9th. Got it. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's funny. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I didn't get it. I didn't I, I did not get it. A little mm-hmm. slow. I didn't get today that was the sixth month and the ninth day. I didn't get it. But now it's it, today it is National Sex Day. All right. All right. Happy National Sex Day, George. Happy National Sex Day to you, too, Kepi. Thank you. Thank you. Um, A couple of things. Since uh, we're giving away tickets, Jay Barry uh, tweeted us in the Sedano and Cap Circle Mm -hmm. of Trust. Says, hey, George and Cap, I can't make the show. Would love for you to give my tickets away. Maybe to someone who needs a date night with their wife. DM me. Um, So, uh, look, can we just get this person to Joseph? Um, Lindsay, you can go or somebody can go into the circle of trust and just connect this man it. with I, Joseph. There's a lot going on with the tickets and stuff right now because, you know, like I said earlier, Cappy and the people and the tables. And just the- tag me. I, I'll help him out. Thank you, Laura. Yep. Balaki, really we got to fit in there. About, Linz. I mean, I did the, the Dave McMiniman thing I did. I, I'm guilty as charged. The flea invitation late was my bad. I got that. Um, Blake Harris is somebody that I invited late because I thought he'd say no. So well, he I said yes, I mean, and I, then he wanted Blake to bring a guest. And I, you know, like I was texting with with Blake and and you know coordinating with Stephanie and and Joseph and everything. So you know, it's just all right. Know. So well, hope somebody go in the circle of trust and help that man out. Okay, like seriously, let's just let's it. just deal. I'm not dealing with tickets. Okay, I'm not Ticketmaster. I'm not dealing with. I appreciate you listening <laughs> to the show. I appreciate you offering up the tickets. Someone go handle that. I'm going to handle the show because I already got Cappy. Yeah. I, as one person tweeted in the Sedona and Cap Circle of Trust, Golden Knight uh, GFX, uh, that I'm having to carry the show today. And Cappy's basically in a wheelchair like Paul Pierce in the finals at this point with this internet connection that he has that's <laughs> delayed by like with, 17 with, seconds. With, 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 the, yeah, with the same condition that Paul Pierce had, I can tell you that. Yeah, right. you're probably pooping yourself. Exactly. So nonetheless. All right. So real quick, Dan Wojcicki yeah. of the LA Times today has a column uh, about the Lakers offseason process, which has already begun. I don't know if you've noticed this, Cappy, uh, if you've followed the tweets, particularly from our friend Dave McMiniman. Every day he tweets in the uh, guys the Lakers are working out prior to the draft process. The draft is June 22nd, which is two weeks from yesterday. And the guys that they're looking at 
prompted Dan Wojcicki to say, hey, wait a second. This looks this blueprint looks interesting. And he's basically saying that he believes the Lakers, when you look at the type of guys that they're bringing in at the moment, have a very similar feel to what you're seeing in the finals with the Heat, with guys that maybe don't have the traditional college background. Some of them are Division II guys who transferred to eventual an eventual Division I school, similar to like a Duncan Robinson or Max Struess. Uh, one guy, a junior college guy. Uh, who went to a bigger school similar to Jimmy Butler, who went Juco and then went to Marquette. Um, And I thought that was fascinating because you and I have talked about this. If you're a team at the top, right? If you're a team that, like most teams, are built where they spend a lot of money for the top two or three players on their roster, after that, you really, outside of the exemptions that the league allows you to have, you're basically trying to fill within the margins. And I actually think that that's the per, the best way for the Lakers to move forward is to try to find those diamonds in a rough that fit the skills that they need or deem necessary for their particular teams. Like I think that that stuff to me makes all the sense in the world because that's how you win in the margins in this sport. Well, George, um, you did that piece this past week for SportsCenter where you uh, told the country what you understood heat culture to be. While we can sit here and look at roster construction of the Heat versus the Lakers, this all comes back down to philosophy. And the philosophy, if what Wojcicki is saying is right, is really Pat Riley's philosophy. Go back to those phrases that you told me earlier in the week. Uh, Pat Riley said in 1995 when he got to the Heat, this is what our culture will be. Toughest team, mentally tough, most professional most well-conditioned, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Why can some players go to the Heat and play in their system while, frankly, other guys may not have the personality, the work ethic, et cetera, et cetera, to be part of that system? If you're the Lakers, you've seen what superstars and superstar egos and personalities are, and then you've seen guys like an Austin Reeves, where you go, how do we get 10 of those guys? Well, how do we but get that, guys that, who are willing to work and, and, and dive on the floor, et cetera? And that's kind of my point, is that the Lakers, the bus, uh, the younger bus boys, um, Jesse and Joey and Palinka, um, and even before Palinka, um, they've, they've done a nice job of cultivating that kind of talent, whether it's Austin Reeves or Alex Caruso. I mean, even guys like Kyle Kuzma weren't supposed to be like, I mean, it's a crapshoot when you're drafting a guy in the bottom third of the first round. Um, So they've done a good job historically of mining talent and finding those guys in the margins, right? Where you don't have to pay them a ton of money, at least not early on. And I think that, they need to go back to that. Now, Miami's model is extreme. Obviously, as we know, they have whatever it is, seven guys on their roster of their 15 that were undrafted at one point or another. But when you have such a top-heavy roster from a financial standpoint, that's kind of almost a given that that's the type of stuff you have to do if you're going to try to win and succeed. It's kind of like, George, like, okay, here's what we can do. We can have one guy on our team from Kentucky, and we can have one guy on our team from Kansas, and we can have one guy on our team maybe, maybe from, like, uh, Memphis, and then everybody else got to be a grinder. Everybody else has to be, you know, somebody that came up in a way that makes them hungry, that doesn't well, make but, them, but, like, diva-like. Yeah, I understand what you're saying, Um because those schools are blue blood schools, but you can find grinders on those schools too. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like Christian Brown, the kid from Denver is from Kansas. He was on their national championship team yeah. two years ago. So it, yeah. it, what I'm saying right. is you need to find inexpensive talent to help you win in the margins in the NBA, because you're going to, you're going to have to spend on your stars. So beyond that, you, that's what you have to do. And much like an NFL roster, as you know, the bottom, I don't know, 10 roster spots get churned fairly regularly. Is that fair to say in the NFL? Yeah, I think so. 
I think so. Yeah. That's, a, that's about 20% of your roster. Yeah. Right. But now in the NFL, that happens within the season. It gets churned. I, what I mean in the NBA is that every every year or two, you're going to have to churn that bottom part of the roster if that's what you're mining. But that's part of the deal. You know what I mean? Like you, if you draft a couple of different guys, if you sign a couple of undrafted free agents, you have to just kind of see which guys fit. It's also why the G League is so damn important. And it's why... And, and I know the Lakers do this because I've had these conversations with Miles Simon, their head coach, who was once on Frank Vogel's bench, um, that they run the same system, basically, in a lot of ways. And a lot of the smart G League teams do that. Miami does that. Uh, the Lakers do that. So, again, it, this is all about roster development and player development. Because, yes, if you're the Lakers, if you're – even if you're Miami, they've always had a good, an easy chance – like, both teams have been good at finding free agents, right, that want to play there because who doesn't want to live in those two towns, you know, for the most part. But it's having the ability to find those other guys, which they have done, but in the Lakers' case, they're going to need to do more of because their roster continues to get older and more expensive as time goes by. Right, but in the next two years, let, let's just assume for one moment, just, just play with me here. Let's say LeBron and AD both play for the Lakers for two more years. Mm -hmm. If that happens, you have your two superstars, you have your top-heavy salaries up there, and even though Austin Reeves is going to get paid and Rui Hachimura is going to get paid, I'm looking for more of those types of players, sure. a Lonnie Walker kind of a player. I'm looking for guys who can fill roles um, and, and be team guys. And that, to me, in the final analysis, George, is what – is being said here or suggested here is that the Lakers are looking for what the heat have, which is a bunch of guys who play team basketball. hundred percent. All right. Coming up next, Cappy, the big 10 schedule has been put out for 2024. Not this year. We already know what's happening this year. We know the dates and all that stuff, but UCLA and USC will already know their big 10 opponents for 2024 you're going to want to hear this because for one of them it looks like it's going to be way tougher than the other we'll tell you about that in just a sec not familiar with this song me neither me neither sorry chris he loves him some cars though i like the movie but i don't remember the song yeah it's a cute movie cars is so adorable love it yeah. Um, so the USC and UCLA football schedules are already out for 2024, Cappy. Um, some of them actually have dates already, and some of them don't. But it is pretty fascinating to kind of see what they'll who they'll be going up against and when they're going to be playing these teams. So both schools, strangely enough, are going to be playing LSU. <laughs> um, that's even outside. That's just from outside the conference, right? As they go into the Big Ten, they're going to be playing an SEC power and Brian Kelly right out of the gate uh, for USC that year. And for UCLA, they're going to play them um, a couple of weeks after that. Like, that's kind of crazy. Uh, when you're going into a new conference, and, I'm, I'm, you know, these schedules are made way out in advance. I'm guessing they didn't know when they made that commitment that they would be playing a Big Ten schedule, too. But that is pretty wild that they're going to have to play an SEC power that same year when they move over. I also read that earlier today and was like, wait a second. Why would both of these teams schedule LSU. I mean, when you have, listen, I understand uh, an SEC opponent. Well, UCLA already played them this deal. year. Remember that. So I do, I do. Yeah. And, but, but they got destroyed, didn't they? I mean, they got like annihilated as I'm trying to remember. I mean, it's, was it the first game of the season? Was it? Um, hmm. Well, I don't remember. I guess I don't remember it that well. Yeah, yeah, I know. Well, here's the thing though, is that your point is right on. These schedules get made in advance. So what I'm guessing I'm sorry, is, it was 2021. They, it wasn't last year. It was two years ago they played LSU. And they got, okay, I don't know if they got good. destroyed. They lost by double digits, but they were, I mean, it wasn't like that bad. Well, again, I said I remembered, and it was a year earlier, and I don't remember the final score. But here's the thing. Um, when you have a, a Pac-12 schedule, having an LSU on your schedule gives you some national credibility should you be yeah. able to win a game of that magnitude. When you have Ohio State or Michigan 
Wisconsin, Penn State, Michigan State. All of a sudden, you don't really want that LSU game because your conference schedule is strong enough. Right. So USC is going to be playing them. Um, they'll be playing Notre Dame, obviously, as well, which they have on their schedule every year still. Um, Michigan, Wisconsin, and Iowa, Penn State, uh, those are the teams that are on the schedule of note, let's say, from the Big Ten that particular year. Now, UCLA, on top of also playing LSU, as we mentioned, will play both Michigan and Ohio State that year. Um, so that that's like <laughs> that in itself is pretty challenging and daunting uh, as well. So, and again, if you're USC, I and I know they have Malachi Nelson. That's the kid they expect to take over for Caleb after this year, and he's a five star quarterback. I, I get it, and you know Lincoln Riley, new quarterback, you know, in historically has not been an issue, right? Like if you look at historically he's been fantastic with new quarterbacks <laughs> it doesn't he does not a lot of drop off at that position because he's kind of like the mm -hmm. qb whisperer per se but ucla mm -hmm. had a big also has a big time quarterback uh recruit that they got this year as a freshman and he may or may not play this year but he certainly will be playing the following year if he doesn't play uh, as much this year so it's going to be fascinating to see how these two teams get going in that first year. And I know that they still have, obviously, to play this season, which, as you and I have discussed, and you disagree with me, I think USC's schedule is insanely difficult for a particular stretch of, like, five or six weeks. Um, but, I, I, man, like, I, I just don't know what to expect going into that season with new quarterbacks, probably, for both teams, potentially at least, or certainly for USC, and a daunting schedule with not only those teams in the Big Ten, but LSU playing both squads. Yeah, you know, first things first, you know, you said that we don't agree on, you know, what the Pac-12 did for USC and their schedule this year. It's only this, George. They're going to play those teams no matter what. In what order um, you thought that the order that they gave those games to them was to hurt USC, like get them against the better opponents at the, you know, one right after the other. Me, I'm just like, hey, it's it's a conference schedule. I got to go through it no matter what. I will say this. Um, I know we're a year out. I do. But it is a somewhat exciting prospect to think, wow, this is really happening. USC is going to play Michigan. Uh, UCLA is going to play Ohio State. They're going to be playing against Penn State, Wisconsin, and Iowa, and all these other teams. This is what these two schools wanted, to get out of a weaker conference to get into a bigger, more powerful financial situation. But we're going to find out what it looks like, particularly for USC, who's the better football program. I mean, UCLA's not been too bad the last couple of years. We're, well, go we're going to see what they're made of because that first year is going to be a gauntlet. Like, I don't think there's – there's no disagreeing there. Like, you may think, like, that I'm off base on USC's schedule this year – but I think we are completely lock and step in agreement that that 2024 schedule, at least on paper right now, looks really difficult. Yeah. And just one more time on this. You're telling me that in 2024, both USC and UCLA both play LSU the exact same year? That yeah. These two uh, school, LSU is going to get a shot at both USC and UCLA in the same season? Yeah, so USC and LSU will will play on September first, twenty twenty four, in Las Vegas, um, for like one of those kickoff classic uh -huh. kind of things, and then UCLA will travel mm -hmm. to Baton Rouge on September twenty first, a few weeks later. Oh my God! Wow. I mean, if you're LSU, you're like, hey, look, um, we really want to recruit Southern California. Let's play SC. And UCLA, let's show off our brand to all these kids that USC and UCLA will be recruiting. And if they beat up on both of them, they might might score, might score some of the top talent in the country from Southern California to go to LSU. Yeah, I, I think it was. Oh, actually, we were wrong. UCLA did win that game. That's the part we were wrong about. They beat LSU. Boy, we it were was really upset. wrong. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Good thing I said I remembered the game. Clearly, I didn't. Yeah, and I read the score wrong. 
which is uh, should be a fine, honestly, because uh, when you you said I thought LSU okay. blew them out, and I was like, mm, I don't remember it that way. And then I said, Yeah, it was a fairly close game. It was it was double digits, <laughs> and it was it was double digits, but it was UCLA double digits. <laughs> UCLA pulled the upset. Chip Kelly's driving around in his car right now, going, "Hello, hello, uh, can someone call these two morons?" Yeah, you know, I, your boy yeah. Martin Jarman's driving around right now going, hey, Sedano, what the hell? Yeah, I'm sorry, man. Listen, I, you know, I barely remember what the hell happened last week, you know, on some occasions. So. <laughs> you know, I'm with you on that, man. I, I can't, mean, it, it, also, me, 2020, I can't listen, earlier today. anything that happened in 2020 or 2021, you can have a vague memory of because lo- let's face it, we were all like in a weird okay. space. So I think we all deserve a pass. Yeah, I can't. All right. Give us a pass. I'm with that. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Oh, you know what? Now it all, now it's all triggering my memory. Mm-mm. Tell me. It's when Tell um me. the coach got fired. The, <laughs> the one that Brian Kelly replaced that used to work at USC. Oh, His name is Ed, Ed Ogeron. Ed Ogeron. Ed Ogeron. Yes. Ed Ogeron. Yes. That was yes. his last year. Yes. Because, yes. oh, remember what happened? No, you know what happened? Remember what happened? LSU was coming into the Rose Bowl and there were a bunch of L- uh, UCLA fans kind of yelling at him and he he said something about the color of the UCLA blue he had like yes. some sort of derogatory he did make a maybe derogatory even borderline comment about homophobic yes. yes yeah 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 yep all right we're going to give ourselves a pass that it was 20 well at least it, we jogged our memory a, pass, a little George. bit yeah i mean listen okay sorry we're not perfect Sorry, Howard Alonzo. Like 99.9%. I mean, at least with me, for sure. With you, not so much. I, don't know. I mean, dude, I feel like I'm like 99.9%. You know, give, give one one millionth of a percent that I might be wrong about something I say, you know? Yeah. Howard Alonzo lives for not the day. Just though. a little bit. Howard Alonzo, who's a regular listener to this show, so I appreciate that part of it, lives for when you and I are wrong. <laughs> I don't know why he lives for when I'm wrong. I'm wrong all the damn time. Well, right. That's true. It's really probably mostly me because he didn't even tag you in this thing. Who knows how yeah. he feels about you? Yeah. How do you feel, Howard Alonzo, about I got Cappy? nothing to do with this. Yeah. Why don't you tag Cappy, too? Hey, why what's up, you Howard? just tag me? He always just Shout tags out. me. Yeah. Howard Alonzo. He loves you. Sh- what's that? I don't know he Howard loves Alonzo. You. Loves me? Yeah. Hmm. Secretly. Debatable. Mm. Just saying. Uh, Cappy, you know what I love? I know you love. Tell me. Because coming up next, I want to get into two things. More on the Lakers offseason, because I think there's some interesting potential moves here. And also an NBA GM weighing in on Chris Paul. Okay? And what it means Mm -hmm. for Chris Paul Mm -hmm. to potentially play with LeBron James and the Lakers. So we'll get to all that coming up. 